In just a few minutes, we'll be right with you with another award-winning, action-packed edition of your Tony Basilio Show. TB on a Friday, wanting to sing with you, oh, what a beautiful day. Because it is a beautiful day to be alive and, and well with you. I'll play music tonight, so it can't be all that bad. Tonight down at the Crafty B Word, downtown. But before we do that, the B-words with the NCAA have a thing or two to say. And that is where we go as we begin today's program. Tennessee awaiting their fate from the National Collegiate Athletic Association. As been reported widely, the Vols are finna find out exactly what's going to happen with them. I will give you the latest intel as we have it. Bino Jeff, good morning to you. Brian Hartman, good morning, fellas. Good morning, guys. Happy Friday. Bino, what are we more excited about? The fact that we now have some sports, non-CFL, not MLS to look at this week, non-Gold Cup, or the fact, Bino, that the NCAA, we're getting ready to get this thing in the rearview mirror. Uh, I'm... uh... I'll be glad to have it over with, Tony, uh, but uh, excited would probably be the wrong word to use there, so I'll go with getting some Major League Baseball games back. Brian Hartman, how about you? I'm just thankful that there's a Phillies game tonight, so you don't have to talk about listening to an MLS game on Monday. Everybody kicks around Major League Baseball until it takes a few days off. That was one long week, Tony. Here's what we think's coming down with Tennessee. First of all, they are going to get some scholarship reductions. The, the big thing today, and it's going to happen in about an hour, it's going to be released. Uh, there's some scuttlebutt among the local. Uh, one guy to follow, if you really want to look at a guy that's pandering to get the story released to him, it's Pat Forty over on Twitter. What he's doing with the NCAA right now ought to have an R rating. Brian, go read his last five tweets. When when you get a second, read his last five tweets on the air. You talk about a guy that is singing for supper. And everybody's done it in this business. Everybody's sung for their supper. I don't do it anymore. I used to at one time. I, I will not. I just won't do it. But Forty's a guy to follow here, because I think he's the one that's going to have it. But we'll see. Scholarship reductions for Tennessee. Um, Austin Price said earlier, and he's right, I think Tennessee's taken 16 over the course of this, showing a good faith. They thought that was going to be enough. The NCA is out of things that they can do in terms of punishing these schools, because they don't, they don't do bowl bans anymore. Now, Tennessee was concerned at one point that was going to happen. I'm of the belief there will be no bowl ban with this. I don't think there's going to be a bowl ban. My belief is no bowl ban. Donde Plowman is extremely slick. She is a smooth operator, Sade. I do think you're going to see scholarship reductions on this thing. Will it reach double digits? Maybe. Probably around there would be my guess. 
And I do think Tennessee's going to pay a fine. And, and what I'm hearing is somewhere around $10 million, like a huge bowl fine. This is a very good time to have a coach like Josh Heupel leading your program who can overcome the obstacles, these kind of obstacles, I think. You know, I was talking with um, John Adams this morning, and we were just kind of comparing notes on this deal. And one of the things Adams brought up, Bino, is that Tennessee probably would have gotten the you're free to go if they were coming off a couple of uh, three and nine, four and eight type seasons, which would have been the case under Tony Elliott. A couple of five and seven seed. No offense to Tony Elliott, but that's what it would have happened. If they didn't go get somebody that could cross the diamond with the pearl and turn it on the whirl and turn the whirl around, that's what you'd be looking at. I think I'll take the extra scholars in the fine, Tony. Yep. So that's where we are. And the the expectation is um, the expectation is is that it's not gonna be as bad as it could have been. The maneuvering that's gonna go on behind the scenes is gonna be with Jimmy Section and his gang because what what they're doing uh, at the NCA level is kind of interesting because what they're trying to do is well they want to show they still have some teeth for one thing and they and they also at the same time want to punish coaches and not players programs etc and so one has to wonder what are they going to do with Pruitt? I hear, and this could be wrong, but I hear Jimmy Sexton is trying to break the mold on this Pruitt deal with the NCA and ask them if they will give him two different punishments. One, a show cause for a head coach. The other, a show cause for an assistant coach. Do you follow okay. me now? Chris Lowe says that former Vault coach Jeremy Pruitt will receive a six-year show cause penalty. Boom. One of the keys will be if he gets credit for time served, Pruitt has not coached football in college since being fired after the 2020 season, now, which was three years ago. Now, one has to wonder, will the, years ago. Will the NCA acquiesce to what section's looking for, which is... A show cause as a head coach, but the show cause as an assistant is half the time. Something of that ilk. That's what they're going for, whether they get it or not. And then one has to wonder, once Pruitt gets his six-year fine, does he go in peace or does he sue Tennessee and sue the NCAA? That 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 still remains as a possibility, according to people Tennessee, I talked to. Tennessee's been fined $8 million. Says Pat Forty, with who we told you would break it. So it's right around ten million, as we thought. There were hundreds of infractions within the football program, but will not serve a postseason ban. Forty also says Pat Forty's breaking the story, as we told you. The NCA man, they telegraph things, but that was the expectation from the local media that he was going to have it. So, one more time, 
a fine of $8 million, which means that Filmer's the gift that keeps on giving. Do you think he feels being out any remorse today over that? Remorse? No bull ban, an $8 million fine, and now the other piece that's left from 40, and we'll find this out, is the scholarship reductions. Chris Lowe reporting that Pruitt will have a six-year show cause. Bino, you think Donnie Tyndall, when he's sitting there serving out his life in jail, literally life in prison, do you think Donnie Tyndall is sitting there going, what What did I do? If Pruitt gets six years for that, Bino, and they credit him with time served, when they threw Tyndall under the bus, ten years of your life? It's zero cents, Tony. Makes zero cents. Bruce Pearl serves some barbecue? Bino, are you for Pruitt? Because Nick Saban wants to add him back on his staff. Are you for Pruitt getting uh, two different sentences there? One as an assistant, one as a head coach. Do you think that would be a fair thing to do for him so he could get back into coaching? Well, since most everything is dealing with recruiting and he'll be – I would think he'll be a supposedly a top recruiter wherever he goes as an assistant coach. Uh, I, I don't know why it should be any less as an assistant than it was as a head coach. So here's what we know now. $8 million fine for the Vols. Chris Lowe reporting a six-year bowl ban, or six-year ban, bowl ban, six-year ban for Pruitt on the show cause. However, he wants credit for time served. See, his his side of it is, I've been unemployable for two seasons. Now, he did have a cup of coffee with the Giants, whatever. But he really wants a coach in college football. He's got three more years to play poker, if he wants. Yeah. Yep. Or maybe they do come with the step-stared deal that Jimmy Sexton and them were trying to get the NCAA to, to jump on since he cooperated. And the stair step was let him back as an assistant. Say this is the show cause as a head coach, but let him back as an assistant. I will say right now that once the scholarship reduction comes down, Tennessee ought to serve the penalty and ought to go in peace. Their thought Tennessee's thought internally is it's going to be about 10 scholarships. So far, we've been pretty spot on in terms of what we thought was going to happen. We thought the fine would be around $10 million. It's $8 million. We didn't think they'd get a bowl ban. They haven't. So we'll wait and see what happens on the scholarship reductions. Here's the thing about scholarship reductions in today's day and age, and it's got to really urinate the NCAA off, which I love that I've lived to see this day for the NCAA because they really have no teeth. The thing that's really got to urinate them off is, and I'll use Chris Ledlam as an example, young man from up in New York City, commits to Tennessee, comes and plays by way of Harvard, grad transfer, is in Knoxville for a couple months, gets up and says, you know what, I'm going somewhere else. Nobody can stop him. He's going to go to St. John's. 
As we reported today over at tclub.team, St. John's out of scholarships. Doesn't matter. Rick Pitino found somebody to pay him a rather hefty sum of money to come play for his year, and they're going to pay for his education. They're just not going to call it an athletic scholarship. Which, Pino, leads me to this. I wonder if Tennessee would have been, and John brought this up to me, if they had been in a situation where they'd only won four or five football games over the past couple of seasons, would we be here right now? And the answer is no. The answer is no. But because Tennessee didn't look like they were in any pain at all, not only are they not in any pain, they have the top collective in the country. And so let's say for the sake of the conversation, because people are asking, does the NCAA, when they swoop in and say, you have to reduce, let's say they say 10 10 scholarships over two years. We don't know yet. It's going to be somewhere around there. But let's say they say 10 scholarships over two years. Can Tennessee then fund 10 more players? And what's the answer to that, Bino? Uh, I'm saying the answer is yes, Tony. I don't think there's a thing the NCAA can do about that. Nothing they can do about it. Nothing they can do about it. And guys like Pat Forty who believe in the system, who really believe this stuff's real, Pat Forty believes in it. And he believes in it. I do a lot of things around college sports, but believe in them is not one. I don't believe in them. They, they have a coach that the NL folks believe in, in Josh Heupel. Yes. So yeah, I, yeah, I believe in people. I don't believe in the NCAA system. I don't, I don't genuflect to those people. I believe in people, people, not institutions, especially not that institution. Tennessee committed, according to the NCAA, 18 level one violations, and they're basically going to walk away from this. With a brilliant here's young a, coach. Go ahead, Brian. Here's another thing about Pruitt. Forty says there's a kicker here. If he does get another job within that six-year window, he will be suspended for the first for the full first season with that school, which should be pretty effective. Which will be a which should be a pretty effective means of keeping anyone from hiring him for six years. I don't know about that. Not if he's suspended for a year, but he gets to come back and coach the next year. What, what does that mean? See, that's what that's my point. Like, what, what, Bino, does that make any sense to you that they would bake that into the language? If you're out for six years, you're out for six years. What do you mean if I hire you for the first year? You're, you're actually suspended for four, five more, aren't you? Like, let's say I hire him tomorrow. The double speak is what I'm talking about with the folks in Indianapolis. That's a that's part and parcel. And par for the course, what Bino, isn't it, isn't it, Brian, what he just read, Bino? Isn't it, what Brian just read is, part, it's just par for the course. Yeah, read that one more time, Brian. Read it again, Brian. Hold on for a second. Let me pull it back up. Hit it. He said, um, if he does get another job within that six-year window, he will be suspended for the full first season with that school, which should be a pretty effective means of keeping anyone from hiring him for six years. Yeah, that that makes zero sense. Makes zero. Matter of fact, it makes it sound like he could get back in earlier than six years. Hello, 
because that's what Jimmy Sexton wants. Yep. Sit out year four and coach in year five. That's what Jimmy Sexton wants. So Tennessee, at the end of this, gets an $8 million fine. They will gladly pay. And five years probation, they say. And they will gladly, and, and whatever that means. Like, like, what is probation today? There are no more rules. But I'll put that on there as our tally. So here's what we're tracking so far. And then we'll go to the phones at 865-200-5402. And have you, here's my question for the living fan. Are you glad to have this over? Because I didn't even think about it anymore. In fact, I've forgotten that this was even hanging over our head. Thank yeah, God. I, I, for, I don't even okay. think. Did you think about it, Bino? Go ahead, Bri. Bri's got scholarship production numbers. Go ahead. As Adam Sparks explains the five-year probation, he says that UT must pay fine, including $8 million, 50% of gross revenue paid, for, paid to SEC for UT's persis- participation in the 2020 Tax Slayer Gator Bowl under Pruitt, 5,000 plus 3% of football budget. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. 50% gross revenue tax slayer bowl. Okay, go ahead. Vacate all wins and individual records in any game in which 16 individual sanctioned players participated. Those games will be announced later. So stupid. Bino, do you consider that the all time records, the all time records, or do you take the vacated wins? When you look back at those seasons, we're going to pretend like those seasons didn't happen. That's the dumbest damn thing in the world. But continue, Bino. Continue, Bry. Cut 28 scholarships from its roster over five years. UT has already self-imposed 16 scholarships over the past two seasons. So we were right, about 12 scholarships. Cease communication with recruits for 28 weeks spread over five years. 28, hang on, hang on, 28 weeks of spread over five years communication with uh, recruits over five years. And unofficial visits by recruits for 40 weeks over five years. How many unofficial visits? And unofficial visits by recruits for 40 weeks over five years. Unofficial visits, 40 weeks, over five years. Over five years. I haven't heard anything yet that's really punitive. Continue. Cut 36 official visits by recruits over five years. Who's going to keep track of that? Oh, they will, and they'll turn it in. More power to them. No, they will, absolutely. But it's it's nothing. Cut, yeah. Cut 120 evaluation days over five years. That's the list. Good on Adam Sparks. That's good stuff right there. Let's do this one more time. Tennessee, five years probation, whatever that means. They have to pay their fine, $8 million. 50% of their gross revenue from the tax layer bowl. Vacate all wins that the players deemed illegal participated in. How many wins is that, Bry? Do we have any idea? Tennessee yeah, will I mean, Tennessee's already self reported, as we said earlier. There were sixteen seven scholarships. In, was, they have to go to twenty eight, which means twelve more scholarships. Um 
which our initial three. our initial hunch add to yourself our initial hunch was right so it's 12 scholarships and then 28 weeks they have to cease communications with recruits over five years when everybody else is communicating so that means over a five-year period that's five weeks a year basically um and on the official visits for 40 weeks over five years so another in, in other words five weeks of unofficial visits they don't get to take they could spread those out across the calendar cut 36 official visits over five years that's pretty punitive potentially 120 eval days over five years that's um that's fairly man 20 plus a year that's fairly um that's fairly sharp $8 million fine, no bowl ban. Don Day Plowman remains a smooth operator. While Jeremy Pro gets a six-year show cause. But he's trying Would to go try to... someone remind me what, uh, what Pruitt's buyout was? Was it $9 million, maybe? And they didn't pay him a dime. More than that, wasn't it? Was it 12 I don't know. I don't know. I, I was trying. You know, you figure that eight million dollar fine, and I don't know, two and a half million that we spent on. That's we probably got. That's probably ten and a half million dollars. Yep. Uh, I I would think that we owe Pruitt quite a bit more than that. Maybe not. Maybe maybe not. So uh, then the question uh, they, becomes: Was this all worth it? You could have paid him, fired him, swept it under the rug, and gone about your going about your business, right? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I, I, I figured they. I, I was figuring it the other way. I figured they probably saved quite a bit of money doing it this way, barring, you know, losing to Pruitt in court, which I can't imagine happening. Um, right. So you've got the eight million dollar fine, and as you're saying, you probably have another couple million dollars in uh, attorney fees. Yeah. Yeah, you're sitting there probably around ten. At this point, does it does a vacated win sitter show cause? What what would would that would I mean? Would she have to go to the NCAA before she watched anybody's kids over like the next five years? <laughs> the babysitter show cause thing might be the maybe the greatest bit that we've ever found. And, and what would that entail? Not let you're not allowed to babysit. Maybe you lose like 40 days a year out of that, so the family has to find somebody else. The NCAA looks pretty silly today. That's pretty toothless, what they did with Tennessee. So the question is, does Vandy Joe accept the wins that have been bequeathed him? Because who else did Pruitt beat besides Vanderbilt? Well, he beat Kentucky, of course, and beat South Carolina. Well, congratulations to those fan bases. They have wins today. And Mississippi State. And Mississippi State. In a game that will never be forgotten by the living fan. Brian, what was the quarterback's name that has the funky body art who um, suplexed himself in the end zone? Brian Maurer. No, he didn't suplex himself. He uh, pile drove himself. He did a jackhammer. His own personal yeah, Jack Mauer. Mauer. Yes. Mauer power. 
hours that I like and hours of showers for pennies a day. I think he's in one double A now. Is he like um, Nickel State? No, not Nickel State. He's down in Texas somewhere at one of the Texas schools playing quarterback. At any rate, my number is 865-200-5402. No ball ban. Bino, your thoughts on the punishment now that it's all said and done? We can breathe a sigh of relief. Tennessee played this very well. They reduced 16 scholarships over two seasons. The NCAA wanted the number to be 28 so they can show everybody, hey, we really hammered them. To the outside world, it looks really bad. 28 scholarships. Wow. Well, 16 have already been taken. 12 over five years is a nothing burger. Two, 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 two players a year, nothing. $8 million fine for that athletic department, nothing. 50% gross revenue, tax slayer bowl, nothing. Vacate wins, that's going to upset some people. Does that upset you, Bino, the vacated wins thing? You care? I sure hate to give back that riveting Indiana win. And I, the NCAA will probably wind up owing us money on that tax slayer bowl deal. Tennessee made any money on that. We may get a refund. Don't forget about that win over Missouri. 28 weeks where you cease communications with athletes over five years. I mean, that is... Win over Dimwit. That is... You talk about nothing. I mean, Tennessee over pro at $12.6 million. So, if you do the math, to Bino's point, Tennessee's going to bank about $2.5 million out of this. As well as stand for something, or you'll fall for anything. I was for them not paying that boob, buffoon, and loser. And if we could go back, they should call Fulmer up right now and say, we want our buyout back. We're paying $8 million. Am I wrong, Bino? We got to pay a fine. You got to pay a fine. It's about damn time you paid for something. Yeah, he, he ought to kick in about four of that eight. I mean. No more luxury boxes either. What a joke. He can go buy his own tickets and sit in section yeah. I-10. Yes. If he wants to be Pay triple so for bad. your box. The lack of bowl ban is really the most significant thing. The lack of any postseason ban and the fact that Tennessee is now in the clear. You talk about a beautiful day being had by all. Hey, guys, the, the NCAA thing's behind us. The Filmer-Pruitt error is now behind us. How's it feel, Bino? And then we'll go to the phones at 865-200-5402. The Tennessee football laws are now free to go in peace. It, uh, it, it feels good, Tony. That, uh, not that I was overly worried about it because I had forgotten it. So, But it, it does feel good to, uh, to get that in the rearview mirror and, uh, and truly move ahead with our program. I uh, that unofficial visits reduction is the one that that I, I find comical. So, so what does that mean? That means you can't talk to someone that comes and watches a football game that's a prospect that you think they're not going to come. It's pretty great, isn't it? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Pat Forty believes in it. 
And the Easter Bunnies coming to town. Pat Forty believes in this. Pat Forty? Pat Forty's going to keep track of Hey, Pat Forty, yeah, yeah, okay. before he broke that thing, his Twitter timeline for an hour leading up to that is one of the more embarrassing, egregious pieces of groveling. And it was li- literally, literally X-rated almost what the man was doing on Twitter to the NCAA. No offense, Tom. Uh, you you want to talk about a guy that got too personally involved in something oh. and just totally lost his objectivity and what he's supposed to be doing as a journalist? Congratulations, Pat. So, ladies and gentlemen, we now know that Tennessee is free to go in peace, to love and serve the Lord. And Pat Forty is a boob, a buffoon, and a stooge after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job to defenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. 
For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Gypsy Kings featuring Tonino Baliardo return to Nashville with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com. A loud and live production. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM, Columbia. Wall to wall for you, and um, enjoying the fact that Tennessee, ladies and germs, is free and clear to now focus on getting to the playoffs next season in year one, to focus on ascending to the top of the ranks and competing with the pantheons in the sport, because that's what this fan base deserves. 
That is absolutely what this fan base deserves. And Jeremy Pruitt is now free to do whatever he wants to do. Go help his buddy down there and coaching high school ball. Because, you, look, you can't keep a good man down. You, you, you can't keep old Rush Probst down. You can't keep Jeremy Pruitt down and Coach Bow. But as for the Tennessee Volunteers, I want to congratulate Adam Sparks, who smoked a lot of those particulars out. Great work, Sparksy. Great work. He smoked it. Caduce to Adam Sparks of the Sentinel. Bino, any final thought from you before we go to the phones? And I open it up for the living listener as we uh, take the reaction on the fact that Tennessee is now free and clear. And it feels beautiful. We got our football uh, program back, y'all. Go ahead, Bean Star. What was the humanitarian quote, Brownie Boy? Oh, this is awesome. Pat Forty. He said that uh, the argument that Jeremy Pruitt, this is sort of the extent of what it said, that the argument that he was being a humanitarian did not fly with the NCAA committee. The exact quote was, the humanitarian argument Pruitt offered for personally paying players and their families did not fly with the committee. He was humanitarian. I thought thought for sure that'd get through. I'll tell you this, though. I'll buy that a lot before I buy Butch Jones's salt of the earth or an indispensable part of Nick Saban's <laughs> coaching staff. Indis- Bino, imagine, and I love Dodd. Imagine being an adult, Bino, and writing that. Look, I've sung for my dinner. We've all done it. We've all done it. Hey, why don't you write, you know, the Butch is salt of the earth? Really? Salt of the earth? The saltiest on the earth? Maybe? <laughs> Guy tastes like ocean water, for crying out loud. Let's go to the phones. 865-200-5402. What say you? Tennessee's going to just a, just a having. Here's the thing. In years past, with some of the bumbling boobs we've had on top of that deal in years past, if they'd have had something like this in front of them, if that thing would have happened under the Jimmy Cheek uh, regime with any of the myriad of just absolute loser presidents we've had here, can you imagine what would have happened to Tennessee? I mean, can you imagine? This Don Day Plowman, I go back to something Adam Sparks told me, which was when those committee members walked out of the room during those, uh, during those breakout sessions they had with them, she would meet him, greet him in the hallway, make small talk with them, engage them, look them in the eye, schmooze them. She's slick. That's a, that is a sharp woman right there. Sharp. Very, very, very emotionally intelligent person. Comfortable in her own skin. A great hire. Randy Boyd. The guy's done an excellent job. And then I keep looking at this head football coach Tennessee has, and I go, what, man, is this like a mirage? Let's go to the phones. Hello and welcome in. You're live on the Friday edition. We're opening up the phone lines today, and if you want to talk in Twitter spaces as well, raise your hand, and we'll get to you. Hello and welcome in. 
You are live on the Friday edition. Hi. Tony, I ain't like you. We're, we're, we got beat on the field, and that's all that matters. Well, you'll be glad to know that your Vanderbilt boys, the, and that's mighty big of you to not claim the victory. I will read this from the NCAA's I don't need own verbiage. Let me read it to you from the NCAA's own verbiage. The team being punished is officially stripped of its victory, but the opposing team retains its loss. Thus, vacated victories are different from forfeits, in which the losing team is given the win. So even on a day, uh, Joe, when Vanderbilt wins, they still lose. So congratulations to you on losing the game all over again. It doesn't matter, Tony. You lost on the field, that's all that matters. So take your cheap shots like you always do, and don't worry about it. I mean, if you don't win on the field, the rest of it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how it doesn't matter how you go about doing it. The thing the thing that I don't get about you guys yep. is why you keep letting that moron former show up over there and fleece you for money. Hey now, it's a Vandy fan here taking a shot at former. Here's your opportunity to defend former. Go ahead, because you wouldn't uh, do it on Monday, Be now. I wish I could answer that question, Joe, but uh, I can't. Well, don't let him call the guy a moron. He's not a moron. He's a great, great, great Hall of Fame football coach. Just, just wasn't, just wasn't his bag to be an administrator. Who, who, who took the university? Who took the university not once but twice for how much? Eight million bucks. Oh, but he's tied into big money boosters. That's right. Some big money booster. A, few, a couple of them still like him, and that's he's right. tied in with them. So that's everything right, is everything's he's, good. He's, so he's going he's 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 to prostitute himself for the rest of time. So let me make sure I got this right. What was his first buyout? You know, was it four million or six million? Filmers? Was I, I'm not sure, Tony. I, I was thinking it was six, but I don't. I think that's right. right. I'm not sure. Let's let's count. Let's do the let's do some filmer math here. So they paid him six when they fired him for bottoming the deal out, whatever. That's like a lifetime achievement award. Okay, fine. Uh, then, then they come back to, they come, I, you know, you're a Van, I don't like a Vandy fan laughing at Filmer. That's bad form. But we're, we're going to have, you know, you, know you, you don't come on here and talk about one of my uncles, you clown. 865-200-5402. So it was six. And then eight more million because he's the guy that put him in the spot for the eight million. Is that a fair thing to say, Bino, or am I being unfair to the guy? Uh, he was in charge of everything that occurred here. Okay, so that's fourteen million. And then the million they paid him on the way out the door—that's fifteen million. That's a lot of money for Filmer. Think he'll give some of that back, Bean Star? Well, help pay the fine. He was. Moonlining as an offensive line coach, so maybe he thinks he should get more money. So you give him a hundred thousand back. Let's go back to our phones. Get our next call in on a day where the tennis coming on unofficial visits now, Tony over there. Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome in. Hey, Tony. Colombo, what's up, brother? Hey, glorious day. I'll, I'll fully admit I was wrong back in twenty twenty. Was well, really well played by the university. Tell me, tell me your initial reaction in 2020. Refresh our memory, because I think a lot of people. You speak well, for a lot of people here. 
when Don Day Plowman got up there and admitted to several level one violations on national television, I said they just they just killed it. Killed the program. I said, What is she doing? And I personally thought, if you're gonna fire him, you're paying him to be quiet. Go give him his money so he doesn't talk. Through it. And and partly the reason why I was thought it was bad because it was during a pandemic, I thought it'd be really harder to conduct a coaching search. But Tony, I will say this, and don't play the drums when I say this, because it's a good point. This was number reason number like five on a list of six hundred thousand of why you could never have hired Hugh Freeze here. Because if you hire Hugh Freeze, this program is buried today. The NCA still wants their kind of flesh from him. Well, I, I find it amazing that at the end of this, how long ago was that? Two and a half years? Yeah. Feels like ten. It does feel like ten. Two and a half years later, Mark, if I'd have told you back then when you and I were arguing about it, and I saw your point the first time you called in, because generally speaking in this league, the modus operandi was you found a reason to fire that coach that you wanted out of there, but you never took your sins and laid them bare to the public like that. And especially with the AD up there and then somebody calls on him and one of the last things he says into a microphone as a Tennessee official is, well, you know, he recruited really well. I mean, you go back to that, that whole day was surreal. So what did Pruitt do well there, Coach? Well, he recruited well. Uh, huh? But, 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 but here's where we are. Two and a half years later, the Vols have the top collective in the country. This Clawson guy is a slick dude that's running that now. And you've got a terrific administration. A guy that John Adams said is a young Steve Spurrier on here. He keeps going back to that. He said yesterday on the air. I mean, it's amazing. No bowl ban. X just said to me, this is going to turbocharge recruiting now because this takes away. They're from under it. They're from under it. You have answers to all the questions. Yep. Any questions asked, you have an answer. X said, believe, believe you me, he said the significance of that in recruiting is huge because teams have been whispering on the Vols, and why wouldn't you? They were yeah. in limbo. Yeah, in limbo, exactly. You can't you can't operate in limbo. Once you got the – even if you had gotten a bowl band today, it would have helped recruiting because you had an answer to when it would all be over. But – and I know Tennessee fans don't like the guy, but – I gotta think that Greg Sankey helped out a lot in that room because he don't want one of his biggest brands entering this billion dollar television contract to be down. It's a really good point, Bino, isn't it? And Greg Sankey yeah. my Greg Sankey Greg Sankey saved all football in twenty twenty, mind you. And I think the reason why he I originally thought the reason why he wasn't gonna let Pruitt go to Alabama and be saved as D C was because he wasn't gonna allow him to coach at another SEC institution while one was under investigation class probation. And I think that's part of the reason why Pruitt got the number of years he got. They're not going to let him coach while the school is on probation, because technically we're on probation, but whatever. It'll be really interesting to see whether or not they acquiesce to Pruitt if they bluster in terms of allowing him to be an assistant coach, because you heard what Forty said.
which is a weird thing to say, but written into that language by the NCA is if he gets hired, he serves a 12-month suspension, which begs the question, what does that mean? If he gets hired as an assistant coach by somebody, they have to suspend it, for, but then he gets to coach after that? Like, why would you so even write so he's that? Under a, he's, uh, he's under a show cause? Yeah. But he's so is the suspension just while he's under the show cause or after I mean, he's good. No, no, no. After he, the show cause, he's free to go like Bruce Pearl. When his show cause ended, okay. Auburn hired him immediately. What's, what, what was written today is that if he's hired, then he has to be suspended for a year, which begs the question. So could Alabama hire him tomorrow as an assistant coach? And then he's suspended for a year, but he's free to coach in 2025. That's that's the way it sounds. Maybe. He can, he can he fetch copper like Bush did for a year. It's so, he can coach on the field. It's you know? so strange. I mean, because I mean, look, Kevin, is Kevin still the long-term answer at D.C. at Alabama? No. I mean, say we wanted to hire Pruitt. I think we all know that's that. That's right. Yeah. We to hire that's right. And, and, and so he hires them now, and Kevin still – Works this year, and Pruitt comes back next year, maybe. But I mean, the show calls just means you can't recruit, right? You can't go like off. You can't recruit off campus. I think that's right. So, maybe so, so that's interesting. So maybe he could be hired. You know, the the twelve uh, twelve month deal. It'd be interesting to see if um, if old Nicky Boy, because Nick, let's face this too, okay? Nicky Boy's got a lot of power. In his own right, you were talking no. about Saban before. Nicky Boy's got some power here, and so, so you, what you're telling me is, is that because when when Hugh Freeze was first met with NCA, God, you and Hugh Freeze. If you bring his name up once again, <laughs> so help me God, you're going to hear the me, drums. Can I, can I tell you what he did to the NCA investigators? The Mike Bino, what is up with this, this guy's? This is like <laughs> Polish Show and uh, and Rick Barnes. This guy's got an obsession. Hey, Mark, I'm going to sidetrack you for just a second. When Please. I look back two and a half years, uh, I, I, I thought your take was way too hardcore, but I wasn't sure that it was incorrect. And two and a half years later, I'm stunned at what a good look, position so, we sit in. Agreed, Bino. Something's happened here. I mean, NIL became the law of the land, and the NCAA lost all power. If this happens in 2017, yep. it's probably a different result. And you know what else, too, Mark, which is an interesting little thing to tack here, is that we probably are not having this conversation today if Tennessee would have had two, four, and eight seasons. They probably would have let them go live in peace. Yeah. You know? So there's two sides to that. The whole NIL thing, though, look at how toothless the NCAA looks. Because really, the only thing they could have done, the only thing, Mark, they could have done that would have punished the school was said postseason ban the next two seasons. That's the only thing. And that would be like the death penalty. That's right. That's the only thing they could do anymore, and they won't do it anymore. So what's the point? Let me ask you guys this about a show cause. Go ahead. What does does that mean now? I mean, if if a school says, you know what, we're just going to hire him, Right. Is there anything at all that the NCAA could do about it? Probably not. That's what a 40 said. He's going to sit for 12 months. I think it means he can't like can't recruit off campus. Yeah, that's what it means. If he's on the staff. But right. who cares? Who cares? At this point. Right. And, and, look, Pruitt made – look, you're always going to take the head coaching job. But Pruitt made a 
Pruitt should have just remained the Alabama defensive coordinator and made $2 million a year for the rest of his life, and he'd have been fine. You know, a friend of mine says this, and he's right, who played that sport. The finances of it now are such that guys can't say no when their meal ticket comes in versus in the past when those guys just made a living wage, for instance. Uh, assistant coaches back in the day made sixty, eighty, ninety, hundred thousand dollars $100,000, normal person money, as coordinators, as assistant coaches. And head coaches only made a couple hundred grand, two or three hundred grand. So that coordinator was a lot more apt to say, you know what? Is it really worth a couple hundred more grand? I don't want to do that. That's why you had longtime coordinators on these staffs. Now it is a lottery ticket where you go home and you look at your wife and Pruitt says, somebody's going to pay me $4 million? I mean, no offense to him. I've got an IQ of what? Like, whatever it is, $4 million to, to coach football? Bino, you know, they can't turn it down. There's so much money now that a guy can't turn it down. He can't, which is really, really weird. I mean, if you stop and think about that, and it's, and it's very true, too. The, the money's brought about instability. And, Tony, this, this, all the NCAA is going to do now is just administer championships That's it. for now. That's it. Until the NCAA is completely abolished and the Power Five just goes, goes and does their own yeah. thing. Yep. They're going to they're gonna they, give they're out. Gonna and, and then they can do the football. Gonna, yeah, the football championship's try, not even they're theirs. Try to flex That's their right. Muscles. They're going to try to flex their muscles yep. on Texas A&M one last time. And That's right. And they're going to get sued in court. And it's going to go to Texas State courts. They're not going to win. And they probably have a case, but they're not going to win. Well, you know what's and, behind I mean, the look, you know what's under the radar is that New York's done the same thing. We wrote about it today. Patino, Patino. New York amended their law. They've done the same thing, and Patino won the Ledlam guy from that very law. They basically have in-house nil. They went to the kid with a deal. They made a deal. They got him off Tennessee's roster, where he knew he wasn't going to play as much as he wanted to. And and happily ever after we live. Mark, Mark, I give you a lot of credit. You uh, you had a good call today. Too much mention though of Hugh Freeze. Work on your game. Tighten up your game, as they say in the trade. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. My number. Let's go back to our phones. You know the other thing is this transfer portal deal and all this nil stuff has actually made college sports more compelling somehow which I never thought was going to happen. The TV the TV ratings for all these sports is increasing while all this nonsense is going on. I mean, Bino, we have to admit, the baseball portal is interesting, watching Tennessee acquire all these players. Yeah, it, it is for us, Tony. Uh, what, what I fear is uh, that <clears throat> as the newness of it wears off, that it'll be interesting to so few people, the the big time teams that are getting all the transfers. Basically, they'll be the ones interested, and everyone else will lose interest. Really good point. Back to the phones we go. I guess when you're in the uh, land of plenty, as we are, it is going to be interesting. Hello, and welcome into our next call. Now, my friends, compatriots, doing today? W. Lynn, we are free to move about the cabin. It is a beautiful day to be alive and well, brother. How does it feel to be free? 
I love being free. I, I kind of hate the vacated wins, but I'm sure in our media guide, we'll just still count them like they were normal games. You know, the scores will be the same, don't you think? Have we ever vacated wins here, W. Lynn? Do you remember? I don't remember that ever happening, and, and you are correct. It does not give the other team a win. It just, like, becomes a non-game, you know, which is weird. But uh, I know when we changed that tie against Alabama to a win, Former was telling everybody he was 10-2 that year, 1993. I was, I was thinking about that, not from a former standpoint, but – I was sitting down there in that 92 game. Yep. People can tell me all they want to that we won that game. Uh, that We lost that game, even though it was a tie. Well, wait a second here. We didn't lose yeah. the game. It was a tie. What are you guys are such haters? Why not? You evoked a caller's name. W. Lynn? That was just, one of those ties that felt like a loss. Former is to you, W. Lynn, what? Ravano freezes to Mark and Columba. You all need therapy, man. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, uh, Brian, in, in the NCAA's report, uh, how many games is former banned from his luxury skybox? Uh, let me let me get that for you. That'd be none. Okay. That's what I figured. <laughs> but, uh, Why did you just go back right to former again? Brian, what is the deal here with this guy in Columba? If he wants to go to the games, make him buy tickets. Brian, don't feed. No, yeah, Brian's feeding him. <laughs> yeah, don't don't stop giving him luxury skyboxes. Oh, Brian, stop. stop it. That should have stopped years ago. But I'm glad some big money, a couple big money boosters still like him. Oh, they they they, they float him around. Yep. I guess they're paying for it. You know, more power to him. No doubt about it. They can, they can, they can, they can a, buy his I tickets. I they him a better jacket to wear than he wore in that press conference when he announced his retirement. So great. <laughs> I mean, W. Lynn's ripping the guy's clothes he wore. <laughs> Guys, I, I, yeah, I'm glad that we can be in the playoffs. That was my biggest fear. Come playoff time, I want to be eligible. So uh, what we can work out with, uh, you know, when they take away scholarships, yep. do they monitor NIL money going to, say, some guy we call Ab- a walk-on? Absolutely not. They can't. That's what I thought. So they can't. The guys that are so-called walk-ons, you know, we might have to help them out, but we got a, we got a business in, in place that can do that. Chris Ludlam is going to St. John's who are out of scholarship players today. Does that mean anything to anybody? No. He walked right off Tennessee's campus. He's going to walk right on their basketball team. He's going to start and play a lot for them, and he's going to make money doing it and get his school paid for. I mean, hello. You can call it what you want to call it, but if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, Terrell Owens... It's when he duck. was talking about Jeff Garcia, it's a duck. So we'll be able to we'll be able to withstand that. I, I kind of hate some of the visits being cut, but yes. uh, I, I'm sure we'll bring them to big weekends and make make it worth their while to Boom. to know that living in East Tennessee, Knoxville, the UT campus, there's no other place like it. Unbelievable, and, Andy. Uh, that's what we show our recruits every day. 
And, uh, man, I, it, I'm just glad this is kind of over with. And I was like, like my, my biggest fear was you can't go to the playoffs, they would say. That was my and fear. I, I just, that was my fear. You know, yep. uh, so, uh, I, I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, any, any news on baseball signees or people going pro or anything uh, on that? No. No, Tennessee looks like, hold your breath here, looks like they're going to get through this thing pretty unscathed. Good, 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 good. And the Holman kid, the pitcher from Alabama, is supposed to be in this weekend, so we'll see what happens. Okay, well, that's great. Thank you, Dub. You're you're the man. Love you, guys. Love you. Hour two on the radio on the other side. We'll run down the latest and greatest and the details of now that we know Tennessee's punishment from the NCAA. As a preview to that, I will say, as we invite you to call at 865-200-5402 if you want to jump in as a preview, today has gone about as well as humanly possible for Tennessee would be the way I'd read this as we continue with more after this. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late-model, low-mileage, one-owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hello, it's me, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. July reminds me of red, white, and blue. If you were born in July, your birthstone is the ruby, king of the precious stones, for its rarity, hardness, second only to diamonds. We have a beautiful collection from earrings to rings, modern and antique. If you were born in July, we'll take 10% off your purchase. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood, along with the award-winning service and advice Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. July is Beef Month in Tennessee, recognizing one of the state's largest and most important industries. Our state's 37,000 cattle producers are contributing to the state's economy, conserving natural resources, and providing a high-quality protein for people to enjoy. The Murray County Farm Bureau salutes our beef farmers for their commitment to producing a healthy and sustainable food choice. Beef is a good source of 10 essential nutrients, including high-quality protein, iron, and zinc. Join us in celebrating July Beef Month in Tennessee. Blast into big July fun all summer long. You won't need sparklers, spinners, Roman candles, or any other fancy fireworks. You'll be rocketing toward explosive top prizes of up to $500,000 with the all-new July Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Hurry in and pick out your favorites today. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. What happens when the thrill of Powerball meets the thrill of NASCAR? You get a chance to win an exciting trip for two to the NASCAR championship race in Phoenix, Arizona. Plus, the chance to win a million dollars in a special drawing. Enter the NASCAR Powerball Playoff second chance drawing at TNVIPRewards.com between June 23rd and July 31st for your chance to win. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. NASCAR issues with express permission. NASCAR LLC is not a sponsor of this promotion. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. DB, back with you. I'll tell you an interesting phenomenon here as we welcome you back. Is that we just ran a uh, commercial here locally for the Smokies, Tennessee Smokies. And they're doing a promotion next week called Christmas in July. Christmas came early for the Tennessee football program today and for Vol fans because it's a gift, what's happened here. Now, I'll tell you what's interesting. I'll, I'll be in his thoughts on this and Bryce's thoughts on this. We've done this for a long time. I would have thought, or maybe not, that when the news broke of this deal, that we could park on this, take calls for a couple hours, get in, get out. Thank you. Have a great day. Phones aren't ringing. Thousands of listeners. Phones aren't ringing. What do you think? What do you think that's about, Bino? That the phones aren't ringing. I, I think it became that this became an afterthought, Tony, for whatever reason. Uh, I don't think that many people thought that Tennessee was going to uh, get penalized seriously. Um, I think the only thing that was out there 
that was a, a little bit intriguing was, would the NCAA try to use this as a last opportunity to show that they've got a little pop? And to their credit, they they didn't try to use that as a hammer, their last hammer. So I, I, I just think that most people thought this is the way this would come out. Wow. Um, back to our phones we go. 865-200-5402, the number. So we're wide open if you want to jump in. Here's what's happened. Tennessee has already taken 16 scholarships. The number's 28. So they've got to reduce 12 scholarships over five years, which essentially means a couple scholarships a year, doing the math, which under the old system wouldn't have been all that punitive. Under this system is nothing. Tennessee has a five-year probation, and and one would ask, well, does that mean you have to be careful with what you do with your NIL program? Uh, the answer to that is not at all. Full pedal to the metal. Tramp it down, and I will see you later. Tennessee's got to pay a fine of $8 million, which to them, as we've seen in years past with coaching searches, it's just another day at the office in Southeastern Conference sports. They could stroke that out of petty cash. Yep, that's exactly right, Beanstar. I got a straight J-O-B in all the overtimes that I can stand. As uh, the rap went and Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes miss you. 50% of gross revenue in the taxpayer payer bowl. Now... As Bino said earlier, if they'd have paid 50% of their net revenue, <clears throat> they would have sent a check for $0.25 cent to those people in the league office. And by the time it got there, it would have been devalued. They're going to vacate all wins participated in. Brian, how many, um, how many games did Pruitt win? in his illustrious time here. And we think that's the first time Tennessee's ever vacated wins. He won 16 games. They weren't hard to add up. All right. Because there weren't that many of them. I think he went 5-7, and 8-5, and 3-7. And and Is that right? Yep. For 28 weeks, Tennessee has to cease communications with recruits over five years. So while other people are talking to recruits, Tennessee, a cumulative 28 weeks, will not be allowed to talk with recruits. Dino, do you think they're going to honor that? Uh, I, I doubt they honor that, Tony. Thank you. We're adults here. But that makes the NCAA feel good. They get to write that, and Pat Forty believes in it. And listen, if Pat Forty believes it, I believe it. Because as Bino said, Pat Forty, Pat Forty made the mistake that people do in wrestling. They call it believing your own gimmick. And look, I'm all for committing to the bit, but when the when you become the gimmick, 
That's a problem. Would you say that's a fair way of putting that with 40 being star? He really yeah, let our twidiots. He let our twidiots eat him alive. Which our twidiots, when they sense weakness, our twidiots will go get you like a maggot uh, or flies to a Saturday afternoon picnic. You don't think our twidiots, Bino, will buzz on you, do you? Like a pack of bees? Uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, that uh, is a draw of Twitter. Uh, I yes. think regardless of where you're talking about, here or elsewhere. That pack mentality. Good place and a, for piranhas. Yes, and just attacking people. No offense to the Twitty, it's everywhere. Twitty, it's... I'm forward you. I'm forward you, Twitty, it's... Tennessee's going to end unofficial visits 40 weeks over five years, which Bino had a great line earlier, which means this. If you're the parent of a five-star kid and you want to come to a football game on a weekend, Alabama weekend, right? Or No, it would, they would never do it for Alabama weekend because they'll, they'll, they will um, designate what games, what days, whatever, how that's going to work. You mean to tell me if that family's in town and they want to come see the campus, they're not going to be able to come see the campus and walk around on an unofficial? Who's going to stop them? Again, this is semantics and window dressing. But, hey, it, it, somebody's getting paid up in Indianapolis to put this on paper, and I, I respect them. And Pat Forty really respects them. If you don't believe me, go look at his Twitter timeline a couple hours before the release of this today where he sung for Den Den. Okay. Show causes were given to some assistance on that staff. Hit it. Derek Ansley got two years. Boom. Brian Brian Niedermeyer got five. I used to love when our fan base worshipped him. Needs Niedermeyer. <laughs> he was an absolute maroon. The moose. Shelton Felton got four. I love Shelton Felton. What a great name. Recruiting director Bethany Gunn got five. <laughs> Continue. Some, someone named Shanti Shantrice Boone got ten. Yes. I don't know who that is. Yes. Director, what what in the heck did she do to get ten years? Woo. Director, director of player personnel Drew Hughes got four. Drew Hughes, I remember Drew. Student assistant Michael Magnus got three. What's up, Michael? He got three. See, this is the way we show that we have some. Gravitas and pops and pulls some whatever, and but and, and it excites people. Did not get a show cause. Okay, so Adam had some reporting on Casey Pruitt. That was from Adam, by the way. Share with us the Casey Pruitt thing, because uh, Adam is just lapping people with his reporting right now. He is just, uh, and you might want to continue to pay attention to his. Uh, reporting here on this thing little birdie has told me he might have a few more nuggets to drop go ahead he writes she avoided a penalty for her part in the recruiting scandal he says she could have gotten one it's usually reserved for coaches but it had been quite a distinction to give one to a coach's wife in case some didn't know this i didn't know this she was a former ncaa compliance worker 
Right. She was in charge of enforcing NCAA rules in ADs at Troy University. That's right. Oklahoma and Florida State, where she met Jeremy. That's right. She was like uh, Bino when the jailer is sweet-talked by the guy on the other side of bars to release yeah. him. She she yeah. ran on the other side. She yeah. ran on the other. She crossed the law, and the law won. Poor Chantrice Boone. She must have got yeah. caught consorting with Donnie Tandle or something. <laughs> so what in the world? Chantrice I mean, whoever she is, she got hammered. <laughs> Great. You know, you know, we can't punish Tennessee, and we really can't do that much to prove it, but we're going to hammer her, whoever she is. Send a message. Hey, Tony, uh, just one more, one more thing to add to your question about uh, why the phones may not be ringing. Yeah. I'll say this, though. Had Tennessee got a postseason ban, uh -huh. you could be on here. Until you needed to go to your gig tonight. No question. No question. I like the tranquility. I'm for it. 865-200-5402 if you want to get in. I'm for the tranquility. Bino brought up an interesting point about the whole portal era and how it's going to play out. Is it going to breed exhaustion among us, amongst us eventually? pretty exciting i guess it's right, exciting. right now i think yeah. there are two things tony going uh that that build up the the tv audience yep. i still think there's some leftover effect from uh sports being taken away from us during the pandemic mm -hmm. and in everything about this right now nil uh transfer portal all that is brand new people mm -hmm. love new stuff uh, I, I do think that it's going to eventually wear on people, mm -hmm. and I think there are only a handful of teams uh, that that interest will remain extremely high. In. My belief, and I'm looking at the NFL, and I'm saying, how did they do what they did when the NFL went to that lost that Freeman McNeil case, which essentially gutted there at the time which was almost like their reserve clause and it became free agency because if you remember and those of you that weren't around for this but i was bino was a couple times the nfl struck and they those owners broke those players they broke that union in 87 they just broke them in half players thought well, we'll just go on strike and several Dallas Cowboys crossed that picket line because they had because they had families to pay, or to feed rather. And the owners knew they had the players. And it wasn't until they went to the courts that they truly got the rights to free agency in that game. I would have thought that would have killed the league, but it made it better. That player movement. And the NFL being making themselves a year-round deal, a destination. Some people like the off-season more than they like the season itself around the NFL. Yeah, that's true. And I think the same thing's happening with college football, college baseball, college basketball. Because now it's a lifestyle. 
you can orient your life around what's going on. Always something filling that space. Well, you, you make a good point, Tony, because, you know, even in a college game, yep. there are those who like recruiting season better than they do the actual season yep. itself. Yep. And now they have they have even more on the plate. And, you know, baseball, baseball never figured it out, you know, and here's why. Again, I'm going to go back to this. Kids look this up. There was such a thing as called the hot stove league at one time. And the finances of baseball became so screwed up that they even stepped on their own hot stove league. The hot stove league was season ends, and then there are several weeks between the end of the baseball season and the beginning of spring training where free agents would move. And it was really interesting. Or trades were consummated. And then the finances of the game became such that the players wouldn't move on time. Star players would drag on into training camp, drag in the camp. Signees would drag in the camp, drag on, drag on, drag on, and it became a drag. And and the hot stove league wasn't as interesting as it once was. College sports, on the other hand, got pretty smart pretty quickly. I don't agree with their windows, but they've set windows. So now a fan knows, okay, the first transfer portal window for football is open from here to here. Second one occurs after uh, spring football is over. Baseball, we knew exactly this is when the thing opens, which it opens when you're in the playoffs in baseball, which is really stupid. But that's what they do, and it concludes in a couple days. And, Bino, I think, and I could be wrong, I think it's going to help those sports all grow. I think, I think LSU's basketball team last year would not have been in that spot without that portal, and they're just the beginning of it. Now, you're right. The have-nots, I saw a thing the other day from a basketball coach who said, I'm not even going to fool around with, uh, he's a mid-major program. He goes, I'm not even going to fool around with, with, uh, with recruiting undergrads anymore. Why would I? I forget where it was. I linked it uh, over at tclub.team earlier in the week. And he said it out loud. He said, look, I'm going to invest all this money. I'm going to spend all this money. I'm going to train this kid so some major college school can reap the benefits of that. What am I doing? So there is that side of it. But for some reason, the sports are going to continue to grow. And in a weird way, in basketball especially, I think you're going to see more mid-major teams that have veteran players that are going to go out and beat the pickup teams in March. I, I will agree that. I will agree with that, Tony. Again, I think makes it more compelling. Yeah. Hey, on a separate note, you, you think – you think Chris Collins is in hiding somewhere up there, like up in that area of Pennsylvania where Gas Pipe Casso went? I mean, everybody else has got the hammer dropped on him up there at Northwestern. Oh, He's Chris on Collins. Left, right? Chris Collins, you're right. Isn't that weird? And he was the first one. The baseball coach up there, you know, they make that guy sound like, uh, yeah. uh, like he's Todd Raleigh heavy. 
Like he's crazier than poor Todd Raleigh was. <laughs> Let's go back to the phone. Was he the coach at Rhode Island when they came here last year and played in the snow and they got beat like 28 to 1? He's literally insane if you read some of the stuff that his kids have accused him of doing. One player says that he's so impersonal toward the roster, literally I've never even met the guy. He's never even said hi to me. Let's go back to our phones. Hello and welcome into our next call. It's a Friday edition. The Vols are scot-free, and we're thrilled We're thrilled about it today. Hello and welcome in. Hey, what's going on, Tom? Hey, who's your Vol? What's up, man? What's up, my man? Not too much. Uh, I saw, I wanted to see if you could speak to the truth of this. I saw that Jim Chaney, for his part in all this, received a five-year show cause from Golden Corral. Now, is there any truth to that, or is that uh, is that made up? That's pretty rough, man. Now, come on. <laughs> okay. I will say this about Jim Chaney, though. There are more, from more places. Jim Chaney's offense, compared to what we're looking at right now, I think I'll take what we're looking at. Yeah. Can you all, uh, as the stroll down memory lane, yeah. I think you guys covered it. Harrison Bailey is a walk-on at Louisville right now. Is that is there, right? Uh, has there been a worse accumulation of quarterback talent than Jared Garantano, uh, J.T. Shrout, who I believe primetime said I'd rather play anybody, literally anybody than him, and uh, Maurer and Bailey at one time during that COVID year was all our quarterback. Wow. You know, I was thinking back to that Mississippi State game. I'd really hate to give that one back. That might have been the lowest level of SEC football that's ever taken place in Neyland Stadium, that game being out. Looking back on it. That was some pretty low-level football. You had Joe Moorhead's team over there. They looked like they were in their second week of spring football. That's how prepared they were for that game. I mean, well, I know we talked out with some Mississippi State fans, and uh, if they could have personally fired Joe Moorhead, they would have done it that day. Oh, it was, it was some low level. You know, uh, yesterday Nashville Lee had a great call, Tennessee Lee. He said that UMass game, he said Butchie Boy is so desperate for a win and trying to get to a bowl game this year, the sleight of hand, that they scheduled UMass up there in Amherst. He UMass texted, almost beat Butchie Boy's last team. He texted me yeah, last night. Yeah, he said, Arkansas State at UMass with J.T. Shroud at quarterback might be the worst college football game of the year that will be played this year. Oh, I didn't. Of the year? How about of the of year. Arkansas State? UMass came to Neyland during Butch's last year and should have won the game. Remember it well. It was, that was when he was an indispensable, almost an indispensable member of Saban's staff, you know, or uh, Brian. At least, um, at least, Jerry, at least, John Jennings was on the team then was, when they played Mississippi State. He back was then. salt that was to the, the earth. High level thing about Tennessee football. He was salt to the earth. His team played for him. Oh man, so many great times. So many JT great times. Shout is now a Red Wolf, huh? Yes, J.T. Shrout is a Red Wolf. Correct. Wow, that is. Uh, he just uh, I, he just got engaged, I believe, to the Shipman girl. Uh, yes, I believe. Yep. Correct. Yes. The second one, the, the gal one. that plays at Alabama, not the, the there, prominent yeah. rising broadcaster, who I believe will be on Good Morning America one day. Last question out the door. This yes. is for Bino. Bino, uh, 
as a pretend Reds fan, are you guys going to – that's me, by the way. I'm obligated to pretend to be a Reds fan because of where I'm from. Are the Yanks going to buy Ellie De La Cruz in a year or two, or what's going to happen with that? It's got to be you six years. Like that guy? It's got to be six years, and they better not because the Phillies have dibs on him. I love the guy. Bino, is Ellie De La Cruz for real in your opinion, or will they adjust to him? I am buying Ellie De La Cruz. He can do everything. Uh, I think he'll adjust to what – he's your next superstar. And, uh, uh, Ryan, I'm, uh, I'm happy. I'm really happy for Reds fans. That's a great baseball fan base that has been yep. given nothing. Uh, their, their ownership's basically cried mid-major, mid-major, mid-major while stuffing money in their pockets for I don't know how many years. Uh, they've got four or five uh, first-year players that are, are second-year players that are really, really good players, and they're going to have them for five or six yep. years. There's they've, no way around. They've gotten what you call Bruce Pearl lucky with several guys. Have you ever, have you ever seen a player? I don't watch a ton of baseball. Right. It looked like bad Little League. So there was a man on third, Ellie De La Cruz, hit the game go-ahead single, mm-hmm. drove that run in, mm-hmm. stole second base, mm-hmm. And on the next pitch, stole third, and no one was there, and the catcher tossed the ball back to the pitcher and was kind of complaining about mm-hmm. miscommunication. Ellie Dan the Cruz said, oh, no one's looking. He stole home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it looked like bad Little League baseball, only he was doing it to professionals. Wild. Um, and I'm not sure, Ryan, that the Yankees will be able to afford it, saying to it they decided to put ads on their damn uniform. Uh, but, I mean, if you're going to perform like – you're playing in the Tuesday, Thursday E-League, you might as well have somebody's name on your shirt. You don't like it, Bino, the, the ads on the uniform? Are you kidding? It's going to happen on all these sports. Colleges will do it. I know. I know it's going to happen. Yes. It didn't happen to have to happen to the Yankees first. I mean, it ain't like they're cash-strapped. I mean, if, if, if colleges are going to do it, Mountain Dew has to sponsor the Vols, right? <laughs> We ought to do a show one day on who the... Uh, Let's have some stereotypical... Yes. Like, who would Alabama be? Who would Alabama's... What would Alabama's be? Genealogy.com or whatever that was called, the family tree thing. What is that called? Where 38 and... Or, uh, the Israel and Sonia said 23 and me, I think. Something like that, yeah. Thank you, brother. Good talking to you. Mm-hmm. Well, that'd be a fun show one day. Let's go back to our phones, 865-200-5402 if you want to join. Hello and welcome in on a Friday. Hey, Tony, this is uh, New York Fall. Hey, New York Fall, welcome in, brother. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I joined in a little late today, but I, I just want to comment on the, the sanctions, uh, the penalties and whatnot. And I just, I just think it's, you know, what a difference a few years makes. Um, when I say that, I mean... It probably sounds silly to like a national media type because they always deny stuff like this. But I think we avoided major penalties because we're a national power again, and we're being recognized for blue blood status again. And we're back in that top five, top ten echelon with no signs of going away. And I think that Alabama win was just a huge advertisement for that. And I don't think the current NCA is strong enough to derail a school like Tennessee anymore. And if we had like a hoopty coach who won five or six games the last two years, I think the NCAA would have hammered us 
but instead we're running on all cylinders basically in every sport. And last year hosted like the greatest sporting event in the country in that Alabama game. So, you know, a a national media guy would say, no, that has nothing to do with it. But I I think that has a lot to do with it. You're going the opposite of, of, of where I went, which is I think Tennessee's breakout success led the NCAA to want to pick at the Vols and pick on them. However, Greg Sankey went in that room and basically said, I'm the most powerful guy in this in this deal, not the commissioner sitting over there, and he is because they control the money. And and you might have a really good point because Sankey's decision to go into the room, line up behind the Vols, shows the other halves in the league. I'm not sure he would have done that for like an Arkansas, to, to your point. I think you're right. I think you're right. But because when we draw those, when we uh, had an audience of 11, 12, and then 14 million for one of those games. I mean, we had three of the highest rated games of the year involving different uh, different players. People want to see Heupel's offense, and they want to see the balls. Yeah, and I think, think he's, you know, it's like running a business. He's got a new up-and-coming salesperson. Or, that, or a new salesperson that's been down for a long time and now just brought in a massive new account, and he's like, "You're not, you're not firing my sales guy." It's a no. great analogy. Yep. So anyway, that's all I wanted to say. Thank you. Show. Looking forward to the season. Yes, sir. Um, go Vols. Go Vols to you, and always good to hear from the New York Vol. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. The lines are humming. Let's do this. Brief timeout. We'll come back. Get some more calls in. Want to hear from you. The Vols are walking away. I'm with X. X says this is relatively getting away scot-free. I agree. $8 million. Bino says pay that a petty cash. Fulmer will help you. More after this. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the garbage man. 
Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. It's rodeo time in Murray County, the 19th annual Murray County Sheriff Rodeo, July 14th and 15th. Gates open at 5.30 and the show starts at 8. As always, kids 11 and under get in free. We have free pony rides, petting zoos, face painting, balloons, and bounce houses, all in our spectacular kids zone. We have cowboys and cowgirls from all over the United States fireworks show immediately after the main event bull riding. Pre-sale tickets are $15 and can be purchased at United Co-op or Columbia Farm Supply or at the gate they're $20. All brought to you by Harness LLC where we build people that move dirt. Again, the 19th annual Murray County Sheriff's Rodeo, July 14th and 15th. Gates open at 5.30. Show starts at 8. All right, welcome back, everybody. This is T. Willie. I've got our good grocer over there, Mr. Miles Johnson, on the phone. Miles, how's everything going today at Foodland? Oh, everything's going great today. How about yourself? Oh, man, it's going wonderful. And as always, you got some amazing uh, deals I know for us. So I think you may even have more than one sale going on this week. That's right. We have two sales going on this week. We have one that runs the entire week. That has ground beef for three nineteen a pound, Old New York strip, five ninety nine a pound, seedless watermelons, five ninety nine each, and Coca-Cola 12 packs, two for 
for 13 We also have a three-day sale, which runs until Saturday. That includes a 10-pound box of covered wagon bacon, $18.99 each. Niagara water, 24-pack, three for 10. And Kingsford charcoal, eight-pound bags, $5.99 each. Wow, some good deals over there. So people need to come on over there, over to West 7th Street, and right over by where the post office is. And again, you guys are open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. Miles, you have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, okay? All righty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. Gypsy Kings featuring Tonino Baliardo return to Nashville with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com Allowed in live production. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. TB, back with you and yours on a Friday. Matt Dixon's asked a great question, which is, Brian, have you seen anything on Coach Danny Stiff in any of this? I had to remind myself that that's somebody's real name. And not a, uh, you know, no, I've not seen Danny Stiff's name. He did not come up in that paragraph of, with all the others. Got a text Adam on Danny Stiff, you know. Let's go back to the fact. <laughs> He's not hanging out with Chantrice Boone right now. <laughs> Let's get our next call in. Maybe they're saving him for last. I'd like to go through life being known as Danny Stiff. Hello and welcome into our next call. Tony, Josh, you boy. Under wings. Tony, are you, uh, Brian and Bino, especially Bino, are you guys going to get up and starting in 2026 at 7 a.m. and start tailgating for the 11 a.m. CW football games? How did you, how about that, Bino? CW football. What conference is on the CW? Or is Liv starting their own college football league at that point in time? The ACC, Tony. Bino, the ACC has inked a deal with the CW. Are you pump, Bino, for the uh, ACC and CW? Uh, Absolutely. What is the CW? What time are the games, Shashi boy? 11 a.m. Eastern time. You have got to be kidding me. Like high school football, we're playing 11 a.m. games. Yeah. What do you think about it, Tony? Well, I mean, it, it only I've always thought, why would the other networks just give uh, college game day to college game day? Why wouldn't you just play a 9 a.m. game? People would rather watch a 9 a.m. game than watch that college game day nonsense. I believe that. But, you know, yeah. if you put a competitive game on opposite college game day, what would people look at? Oh, the game, of course you would think. I mean, I would think. So if the ACC puts a decent package together at 11 a.m., because there's nothing these people won't do for money. People say, well, you know, that's really inconvenient to the fans. You think they care? Tennessee's game with Virginia, to our listeners in the mid-state, is going to take place at 11 a.m. They could care less about you. They don't care. Yeah. So, Joshy boy, uh, to be honest with you, I'm kind of for it. I'm looking forward to watching uh, 
Wake Forest and Maryland. Be there, Joshy boy. Be there. Give me a be there, Joshy boy. Be there. I'm, and I wonder how much of, uh, by 2026, Tony, the ACC, how much of the teams will still be in the They'll all be there because they're tied to it till 2036 by what they call a grant of rights. They can't get out. Gotcha. And, uh, Tony, what do you think about uh, no bowl ban for the Vols? I just think it's incredible. I just think the whole thing has been so well done. Part of me was with um, Mark and Colombo, who said last hour, hey, I fall on my sword today. I was dead wrong about this. They came out smelling like a rose. What an excellent calculation by Tennessee. It was a calculation. He's right, no. though. The, the, the Berlin Wall fell, though, in the middle of that, this whole NIL well, thing. Yeah. Which one has to wonder, what would, have, what would this have looked like? What would the conversation be like today, Bino, if the Berlin Wall had not have fallen via the Supreme Court uh, with the NIL ruling? Well, the NCAA certainly got a lot more pop than they do right now. We're probably not in as good a shape as we are right now. I thought we'd have gotten hammered. Uh, would have been different. Yeah, I bet we would have gotten hammered. That's right. Yeah. Tony, uh, did you think they were going to drop the hammer down on us? No, but the weird thing about it was is that Tennessee thought they were in the clear, and they thought none of this stuff was going to happen. And then they got summons up to Cincinnati. And we just sort of talked about it in real time. There was trepidation on their part. And there always is. Anytime you involve those folks in your stuff, you know, there's always the the risk that, like I watch this on patrol show, you know, and they pull people over. There's always a yeah. risk somebody's going to go rummaging around your car and find something. I love that show. You like on patrol? Oh, yeah. That's my jam, uh-huh. man. Yeah. I'll be. Hey, I'll text you tonight during it. I'll put okay. you on my text chain for on patrol. There you go. But, uh. Tony, uh, Royce James is in studio tonight from Volusia County. Oh, nice. Do you care if I get a Friday regular rip job on Bino? I mean, look. Uh, I might care, Joshy boy. Bino, let me ask you something. <laughs> because we're in a serious show right now. Did you apologize to Titans Bill earlier this week? Yeah, Bino. Uh, no, no, I did not apologize okay. to Titans Bill. He's under the impression for some dream he had. He's under the impression he called in yesterday that you apologized to him, and I said, "Bill, I don't think he's going to apologize no. to you for you accusing no. him of something he didn't do." He he and I reconciled, but I don't think in that case for a change I owed any apology. Okay, he he said that you apologized to him. He said we apologized okay. to each other. I said, "Bill." If somebody accused me of stealing something from their house and I didn't steal something, I wouldn't apologize to them. So right. get you some of that, Bill. But go ahead and rip uh, Bino, uh, Joshy boy. Bino, uh, without Aaron Judge, your New York Yankees can't even hit a trash can what the Astros cheated on. See ya! <laughs> <laughs> I can't even hit the trash can. Back to the phones we go. Joshy boy coming long and strong. Hello and welcome into our next call. 
What you say, man? Hey, what's going on, Fab Five Fredulish? Well, you know, used to historically, I would save my calls to the off season, where my lack of not following a lot of sports every day didn't matter, and you were just glad to have a position player pitch the last few innings for you. But there ain't no off season anymore. No off season. Nope. It's a great point. That's great for you guys. And uh, that, before I get into my call, that was absolutely great SEC Tennessee baseball coverage by you guys all year long, all the different people that were involved. I mean, it's top of the line, and it just, for somebody like me, that that, that is my thing. I mean, it's just wonderful. And I want to say, and Brian... Brian hit 400, ace 400 hitter at least this year. So. Brian's fantastic, man. Brian, Matt, uh, Sean, your brother, Evan Russell, I'd like to say, had about 5% uh, of that. I think something else. Guys, a couple of years ago, uh, Bino and I were talking when the Supreme Court kind of let them, everybody know they'd had enough of wasting their time on any of this nonsense and NIL and all of that. And we felt, or let me just speak for me, I felt then that the NCAA would morph from a group that loved all their power. They loved coming into your area and just crapping on everybody. And and I can't even imagine what kind of under-the-table payments various people got through the years. They would morph from that into just a pure money outfit where they would take Huge fines. They would put huge fines on you where they can keep paying for their plane tickets and going to big resorts and making it. their salaries. And that's what we're saying because that's going to be – they ain't got nobody can track who's doing what on official business, unofficial or whatever. Who, nope. That's nonsense. Well, you're at a great point because what Tennessee is going to do is they're going to fill out forms – yeah. saying that they complied, just like you would do, just like we all do with the IRS. You think the IRS has time to check all that stuff? No. Every once in a while, they'll check somebody's, uh, you know, check a, check a statement or against a couple of receipts, but they, don't have, they, don't, they have no enforcement left. They have no people left. But to your point, what does happen with the $8 million, uh, Fab Five? That's a great point, man. And here's what you do from now on. Since that's the way it's going to be, Run everything wide open, make as much money as you can. Yep. Then you pay them their share, just like if they were for protection, just like if they were a mafia group or something. And you just let it pay what it is. Well, that's just like like sometimes I'll read the paper and I'll see or read in the press white collar criminals, and they'll steal this, 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 and this, yeah. and they'll get Freddie like sixteen months in club fed. And I'm going, but wait a second, you're a hundred million dollars richer from what you did. And I'm going, well, that made that crime pays. That made sense. You're right. Hey, before I forget, I'll start game. Yeah. Reminds me of one of my favorite heavy stories ever. All right. I walked, it was in the mid eighties when Clemens was absolutely blowing everybody away. I mean, just, he was just something else. And I walked into a little establishment one day, a bar, and Heavy was sitting there, and he said, Boy, I got them right where I want them today, Heavy. I said, What you got, Heavy? He said, I bet everybody in here, Clemensburger, would go five innings tonight. 
Well, you ain't even allowed to go, but it's up to us. Rule three innings only. What is that, Max? So, and he had him right where he wanted him. Poor Havy. <laughs> you guys think Havy ever won a bet? Oh, yeah. He won some because he kept calling the May Day in that out till I gave him some winners. Plus, I was helping out the guy that was running the whole thing. Uh, one thing I was thinking about, Tony, and I won't take up much more of your time. I was thinking about how the soul of sports is kind of gone away, the color of it for me and mm-hmm. people of my generation. I was thinking about the beautiful football tickets we used to have. Mm. I mean, some of those things were just works of art. Mm. And we've transitioned from that into whatever these electronic things are. And it kind of reminded me of a quote I saw from somebody. And I don't know who this person is. Theodore, and the last name's K-U-P-F-E-R. Anybody know who Mm -mm. that is? No. Mm -mm. He said, if college football is as American as apple pie, then conference realignment driven by money-grubbing executives is as American as apple computers. Mm. And to me, that's kind of how we've transitioned. And I just thought that fit well. One more. Here's your trivia question on the way out. Yep. All the A, the A's moving to Las Vegas. Well, let me, let me back up a second. Throughout my growing up years and baseball card collecting years and all of that, they were always the Kansas City A's to me. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was, I was out of senior year or out of high school when they moved to Oakland. Wow. So it took me forever to get them to. Get me to think I missed the Oakland Ace, so I don't know. I'll probably be dead before I get to Las Vegas and straightened out. The Vegas Ace. It made me look back at some of their managers and players and stuff to kind of refresh me. And your question is, who was the athletics manager the year I was born? Um, Alvin Dark. That's a great guess. Connie Mack. God, that is so great. Love you guys. Great show. Bye. Thank you. Freddie's that old? Connie Mack. <laughs> uh, by the way, um, we're going to do some a quick overtime presented by our friends at TLD Logistics. So if you want to jump in, jump in. Here's the thing. I feel sorry for kids today. And I'm going to tell you why, but. One of my great joys was holding things in my hands, and we don't do that anymore because there aren't things you can hold in your hands anymore. And that leads me to a whole little riff I want to share with you. We continue. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? 
experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job to defenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here and we are ready. We carry a full line of steel, echo, and chindawa yard equipment. We also have a great selection of grass seed, fertilizer, and garden supplies. With the most knowledgeable sales staff in Southern Middle Tennessee, come check us out at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. 
Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.